Hi guys, here we go again with a new episode of Moving Up, the podcast aimed at Peterhead's Brownlee Sevens heading steadily to the transition to S1 in a year like no other. Each week we're speaking to the heads of the different faculties throughout Peterhead Academy so that we can paint as clear a picture of what you can expect, at least from a classroom perspective, when you come up in August. This week we're speaking to Mrs Belshaw, who is a principal teacher of modern languages, and we're asking... Why is learning a foreign language so important? So for today's episode, I'm up again on the second floor of the academy. I've managed to get out and about and managed to get a thousand steps in between my office and feels like the other side of the world. Uh, Up here on the second floor in the languages department and looking outside the window, We've got the odd rant of a seagull, so they're probably going to come and try and join in our conversation. Um, But where we can, we're just going to keep it between myself and Mrs. Belshaw, who is the Faculty Head of Languages Department at Peterhead Academy. Hi, Mrs. Belshaw, how are you? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. How has it felt for you being back at school? We've been back in school a couple of weeks now. How has it felt being back in school? It's good. It's really nice to be back in a routine. It's lovely to see everybody's faces. You know, online learning just isn't the same. Mm. So it's really nice to be back, being able to chat to each other in person. Yeah, lots of people have said that. And I think it's probably been quite difficult to get that same learning environment online, hasn't it? Yeah, it's difficult. You know, there's technology problems and, and things mm-hmm. go wrong and it's much, much easier in the classroom. Yeah, I've uh, been listening to my, my daughter goes to a different school and, and she's in first year and she's she does French and I've listened to her online lessons and unfortunately she's begun to speak like the robotic French woman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> online so it doesn't quite have the same ring to it. But now we're back in school uh, and we're going through a busy assessment period at the moment for mm-hmm. the senior pupils. How has the pupils reacted to being back in uh, languages classes? Yeah, I think they're really enjoying it. You know, we quite often have games and things that we do in languages and, and the talking, which people love. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it's really beneficial to do that in the classroom environment. You know, mm-hmm. we, we do things like knots and crosses and snakes and ladders and really fun games. And you can't do them as well online. So no. it's really nice to, to do that together in the classroom. So tell me about um, the languages department. What what languages is it that you offer here? So we offer French, German and Spanish, um, right from first year, right the way up. Right from first year? Yep, right, all three so from first year. So all three from first year? Yep. So our first years can learn Spanish as well? They can, yes. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah, so we have um, myself, um, I do French and German, I do a wee bit of Spanish. Um, there are a couple of other teachers uh, in the department. There, We currently have four teachers. Um, so there's Miss Smart, she does just French. Miss Duffus does just Spanish and Miss White does French and Spanish. So whatever teacher you land with will be whatever language you get. <laughs> That's awesome because when I was at school you got French and German and you liked it. That yes. was it. No uh-huh. choice. Just this is what you got. So you've got Spanish as well, which in fact, is Spanish not one of the language, the, the, the largest spoken languages in the world? It is, yes. French and Spanish, yeah. Um, so yes, it's proved really popular. Um, so we've just introduced it quite recently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, popular in the senior phase as well. Which is I think great. if you can get your head around Spanish, you can get your head around pretty much any. That's it, yeah. Uh-huh. Especially French and Spanish are very similar. So, you know, if pupils have done French in primary school, then it's, mm. it's not such a big jump to Spanish really. No. Tell me about what um, our 
S1s who come up in August, what can they expect when they, they get up here from the languages department? Um, so we do usually, what we quite like to do at the start of the year is we do a sort of getting to know you um, type couple of weeks um, and we learn uh, basics and greetings and things. So how to say what your name is and how old you are and where you live and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then our first topic is usually school um, or family, I think, is in the Spanish book. Um, so we'll talk about who's in your family um, or what subjects you do at school. And we're really building on the four key skills so we've got listening reading talking and writing okay and there are four skills in modern modern languages we said modern studies there <laughs> um and we re really build on them and we do work um, and assessments across the year that that build on those four skills okay so i remember getting to academy when i was in s1 many 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 <laughs> years ago and thinking what do i need german for you know, I don't need German. I'm going to be a mechanic. Mm -hmm. And I left languages as quickly as I possibly could, thinking, I don't need this. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. what a load of rubbish. Don't need it. And unfortunately, uh, I spent 10 years traveling the continent, taking mm -hmm. people on holiday as a coach driver for, you know, uh, traveling all over where learning another language would have been extremely useful. Mm -hmm. And I would have probably gotten on a lot better than my my continental Scottish that I tried to use yeah. that sounds really awful. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me about the benefits of learning another language. Yeah, well, that's it, exactly as you're saying. You, you never know where your life's going to take you. Um, and some people do think, oh, well, you know, I'm never going to go to Spain or I'm never going to go to France. But actually, you know, first of all, you, you never know if you will end up there mm. or indeed in another country where they speak that language. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I went to Italy on holiday, can't speak Italian, but found people that could speak French. Yes. Um, so I got by that way. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also the transferable skills that learning a language brings. You know, you've got your communication, listening skills, confidence, resilience, mm -hmm. um, problem solving skills as well. You know, mm -hmm. you might not always know the exact word for something but you might be able to figure it out mm -hmm. um, and I think people abroad really appreciate if you make the effort to try and speak their language. Uh, I, I've got a really good example of that having uh, spent you know quite a, a number of holidays in France, uh, I particularly like France um, and my wife and I we went to a patisserie for our breakfast one morning mm -hmm. and I went in and I was like can I have um, two coffees please mm -hmm. and uh, two of those and pointed towards a uh, delicious looking croissant and the guy just looked at me and shrugged his shoulders mm. and sort of like you know as though he couldn't yeah, understand me and I I kind of just had to try and and uh, work through it anyway I went away and I, I found out how you asked for two coffees mm -hmm. and two days later went back and went into the same shop and I can't remember if it was the same guy but I just said you know Bonjour, <laughs> bonjour, uh, du café au lait s'il vous plaît, mm -hmm. and he said, would you like sugar with that? Yeah. Knowing fine that I was English, I was English uh -huh. speaking, but at least I was making that effort. Yeah, I think they do really appreciate, in France in particular, they're very proud of their, their culture, their language. Um, yeah. as, as are a lot of European countries, you know, we yeah. ourselves, if people come to Scotland, you know, you, you do expect them maybe to speak a bit of English. And, yeah. And it's, it's really nice if you can make that effort. Um, and try and it's a sense of achievement as well you know being able to speak another language and for somebody to understand you is absolutely really I think there is an expectation though isn't there in this country that that people coming here know or will learn English mm -hmm. and we as a nation are quite lazy 
Yeah. Would you agree that that's still the case? Because yeah. I certainly have grown up thinking that we are quite lazy when it comes to learning other languages because we have this expectation that everybody will speak English. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think in a way we're really lucky because most of the world does speak English, so it means that the pressure is off us a bit, but that also makes us a bit unlucky because, um, you know, there is that um, expectation in other countries that they will learn English. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I taught English in Austria, um, and right wow. from when they were about five years old, you know, they were really spoken English all the time mm-hmm. and you know the the English music in the shops and, and mm-hmm. on TV and it's just everywhere mm-hmm. and they're so exposed to it which is is great for them and then they come here and they kind of think oh well you know you only speak English <laughs> so yes it's... I used to take school trips and um, often to the south of France down to the med you know sort of beach trips that the, the secondary schools yeah. organized and I remember taking a secondary school from the Western Isles mm-hmm down there and it amazed me how because across the western isles for many the mother tongue would be garlic and the english is the secondary language it would be taught in school and it amazed me how they would just jump from one language into another into another it made me very jealous actually Uh just to hear young people aged sort of you know 12 13 being able to have that level of confidence yeah to be able to do that it's a brilliant skill set to have and you know obviously in Peterhead it's a really diverse um, community and we've got lots of um, EAL pupils and it's really amazing the skills that they have and they already have learned maybe English or yeah. maybe several other languages and then when they apply that in Peterhead Academy and learn another foreign language they already have the skills they know what to do um, and yeah the, the great thing about learning in school is that it's okay to make mistakes and yes. you know, we'll learn from the mistakes so that gives you a bit more confidence when you're speaking the language. You think, oh, well, you know, I'll try it. And it doesn't matter if I get it wrong. We'll just learn it a bit better next time. How many languages are spoken in Peterhead? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I think we've got quite a lot of um, Polish, Lithuanian, Latvian, Russian. Um, yeah, quite a large number, I would imagine. So around sort of nine, ten languages spoken yeah, here. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, so we're very, we are a very diverse school, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, very diverse, yeah. And mm. it's, it's a great skill set to have. I, I am jealous as well of people that can really easily, you know, that have learned it from birth. I wasn't fortunate enough to learn languages from birth. I've, I've had to learn them <laughs> the yeah, hard way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really great skill. Do you ever think in German? Sometimes. Do you? Yeah. How does that work? That's always amazed me when you've got somebody who can talk a few different languages. Mm -hmm. What language do you think in? Yeah, (laughs) more so when I lived there. I found actually, so as part of my degree, my undergrad, I I lived in France and in Austria. Okay. Um, And because I was speaking German all the time when I lived in Austria and thinking, and I I didn't really speak English at all, only to my family when I was Mm. on the phone. And then I came back and my English was a bit broken and it was it was really difficult. And, you know, my husband was saying, oh, you know, you, can you not remember the word for this? And, you know, the word for washing machine, I couldn't remember. I'm saying that the spinny clothes washy thing. Oh, my goodness, yeah, really? When, okay. you're, when you're absorbed in that language, yeah. you do, it's, it's quite difficult sometimes to change back when you've been, you've been used to it. Yeah. I was thinking as well, we are quite lucky because, of course, although in, in the UK... Uh, we all speak English, and we but we do speak different dialects. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is the same when you can travel, for example, in different parts of France. Mm-hmm. There may be slight, you know, differences. For example, up in Brittany, yes. they will have Breton that they'll talk, mm-hmm. um, which is actually Celtic. That's a Celtic language. Yes, it is. In many words, 
that I spoke in the town that I spoke mm-hmm. in Cornwall and yeah. in Wales and Ireland and in Ireland and yeah. in fact up in the Hebrides as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I suppose what I was getting at is when you go to countries like Switzerland, mm-hmm. where they talk four languages, they, they talk French, they talk German, yeah. they talk Italian, yeah. and they've got a sort of Romanish ter- sort of yeah, Swiss language Romanish, that, they, yeah. that they talk as well. And I suppose growing up in Switzerland, you would be learning all these languages yeah. and expected to because they would be national languages. That's it, yeah. If you're lucky enough to grow up in a, a bilingual, even Canada, I think, for yes. the most part, is bilingual with yeah. the French and the English. Um, so yeah, it's really good to broaden your horizons and, and just try learning another language, and it's it's great fun. You, you you've touched upon your journey to becoming a, a, a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Belshaw. What was your route into languages? Did you always know you wanted to be a language teacher? Uh, yes, well, I always knew I wanted to do languages. Um, you know, everyone has their subject at school that is their favourite thing, and, and for me, it was languages. Um, so I did French and German at school. Um. Wanted to go off to uni, so I went to uni and did French and German at uni. I did a bit of Spanish at uni as well. Um, and the best part about doing a modern languages degree is that you get to go abroad. Um, so okay. that was that was my favourite thing. Um, so I spent uh, half my time in France and half in Austria. Uh, Where so, were you in France? Uh, it was Rennes. It was the capital. Oh, okay, of up in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up Rennes. Yeah. Um, so I went to uni there. It's um, a beautiful city. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Quite a lovely part of France. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it is, and, and lots of little islands off the coast. Um, mm. Really pretty. Um, and then I taught English in Austria, um, which again was a really great experience, and that sort of was the start of. I thought, oh, I quite like teaching. You know? mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I came back here, finished my degree, and then decided pretty much straight away that I was going to go and do teaching. Um, okay. And here I am. <laughs> here you are. Yes. I'm trying to think of the other beautiful place up there. Uh, San Malo? Mont Saint-Michel. Mont Saint-Michel. Well. Is, you did, yeah. Saint-Malo has got a, an old walled city, yes. hasn't it? Uh-huh. But Mont Saint-Michel, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Michael was the patron saint of fishermen, so that's really quite nice to think about uh, been here from Peterhead, but uh, St. Michael was a patron saint of fishermen, and that's why there's a St. Michael's Mount just mm-hmm. off of the coast of Penzance as well, on the southern tip of Cornwall. Yeah. And you have Mont Saint Michel, which is an amazing yeah. place. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Boys and girls, if you don't, haven't seen Mont Saint Michel or visited it, have a look it up in Google. It's amazing, mm-hmm. amazing place. So that sounds like it was quite a journey then to you getting here. Yes, uh-huh. quite quite a lot of different spells in different countries. Um, but yeah, for me, that's that's the best part about learning a language is that you can actually go other places and, and discover new cultures and new languages mm-hmm. and make new friends in other countries. The world is becoming a smaller place as well, isn't Definitely, it? Definitely, absolutely. And, you know, whereas before we might not have, you know, I think just what we were talking about earlier on about, you know, how many languages are spoken here mm-hmm. uh, in Peterhead Academy. The world is becoming a smaller place and the ability to communicate is hugely important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've got senior pupils that play on games in their free time, you know, with people in France or Germany and they speak okay. to them in French and, and that really helps them and boosts their confidence as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah, it's it's a small, small world. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, looking ahead to August when our primary sevens come up here as our new S1s, um, what tips would you have for them? Because obviously we have been without, for the last couple of years now, normal transition sort of programme where our pupils come up for that sort of three-day visit and what have you. And although they may well get into the building and have a look around and they've obviously been following this podcast and the, the various um, tasks that 
that, that go along with the podcast that haven't really got a sense of coming up here proper, what tips would you give um, our Primary 7s as they think about, look ahead to August coming up here? Um, well, first of all, I have to say, don't worry about it. Um, it's, it's nothing to be worried about. Um, it's, it's a fair size of a school so I mean you might get lost the first few weeks but um, we have prefects that go around and take pupils to their classes in first year mm-hmm. um, so that's not a problem at all mm-hmm. um, and also another big tip is to make friends with the people in your class you know they're, they're all in the same boat as you mm-hmm. um, and you get put into classes and you'll have a guidance teacher that will be sort of the, the head of the class mm-hmm. and um, yeah just make friends get to know people um, and then you'll have a group of friends to go around all your mm. lessons with. Good, thank you very much. And I've been asking all the teachers, giving all the teachers a bit of a challenge, mm-hmm. and it's a, a 20 second takeaway because mm-hmm. I've noticed here at Peterhead, you faculties are really quite competitive against mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. So the, the challenge is a 20 second takeaway, tell me five reasons why the languages department, modern languages, mm-hmm. is the best faculty at your head academy. Okay, the best faculty. Um, we have really friendly teachers, mm-hmm. really open and approachable friendly teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have you can learn another language, which mm-hmm. is obviously uh, a really beneficial for mm-hmm. when you're traveling and going to other countries. Um, we have really fun lessons. We have lots of games and things. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, when I was at school, languages were just you know you copied out of a book or yep. you could listen to a tape. Yeah. But we have lots of really fun activities. Um, we've got lots of online resources as well um, that people can practice with at home. Um, how many am I on? Four, You're on four. Maybe. You've got me and, and time One is more. most certainly. So you might be good at languages, but timekeeping is not your strong yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> That's fine. Thanks very much. Um, I'm not sure what language Mrs. Belshaw was panicking in there, but the look in her <laughs> eyes when she was trying to find that fifth one that was was uh, something to be seen. Mrs. Belshaw, it's been a pleasure spending a little bit of time with you here in the Modern Languages Department and getting to know why languages are so important to our young people and to their learning and to their futures. So uh, thank you very much indeed and take care. Thank you. There are many benefits of learning languages and it's a proven fact that people who speak more than one language have improved memory, problem solving and critical thinking skills. They have enhanced concentration, they increase their ability to multitask and they have better listening skills. Learning language was once considered nothing more than a hobby, but as the world continues to become a smaller and connected place, learning a language, other than English, is considered necessary. I think it's really important for Scotland's future that we are continuing to learn a modern language and become confident users of multiple languages as we continue to grow into an inclusive nation. One that's able to communicate fully with our global neighbours, but also one that respects our multinational population and recognises that we all have a responsibility to be able to communicate, to understand and to be understood. Thanks very much for listening guys, you know it really means a lot and I hope this podcast is helping to fill in some of the gaps that this crazy year has created with the transition from primary 7 up to S1. I really appreciate all your questions and your comments and please keep them coming in and I'll do my best to answer them. You can send in comments or questions on the Teams page or you can email me at 
Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, dot Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N, followed by the number 2, at abarangehire.gov.uk. I hope you have a great week, and until next Monday, take care, stay safe, and as always, most importantly, be kind. See ya!